Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, welcome back in, everybody. Hour number two here of Sports Daily. Glad to be with you on this Friday before the Super Bowl. Tommy will be back in just a minute. Uh, we'll take you through... It's dawned on me, Chad, that I have not asked you yet what you're picking in the Super Bowl. Where where are you at with the Super Bowl, Chad? Uh, well, I kind of have to, just like just about anybody else around here, I kind of have to pick the Chiefs or, you know, suffer the consequences of it, at least publicly. <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah. it's difficult to do this year. The 49ers are very, very good. They really are. And it's going to be a really good game. It's going to be tough. But, you know, you can't. You can't not pick the Chiefs. It's just not going to be not, not well, easy I to mean, do. It, it just it's, it's the Mahomes factor, right? Like, you yeah. can still root for the Chiefs and pick the 49ers. And, in fact, I almost did. Um, of course, I want the Chiefs to win. I don't like the 49ers. I've got too many friends that are 49er fans, and it, and I got a lot of hate for the 49ers. I'm a Cowboys fan. How could you not? It's been longer that, you know, I, I everybody gives the Cowboys grief, and I bring up all the time. It's been longer since San Francisco's won a Super Bowl than Dallas. So, you know, I got to keep that streak. Into, but that doesn't, you know, it, picking a game and rooting in a game are two different things. But, I, yeah, it's the Mahomes thing. It's hard for us around here, and you probably aren't going to hear a lot of people pick San Francisco, not just because most people around here are rooting for the Chiefs, of course, but it's if you watch Mahomes all the time, like how, how do you – how do you pick against it? I, I don't know. Like, I, you just have to – and he's lost a Super Bowl. That's the thing, Chad. Like, we pretend that he's unbeatable in these spots. The dude's literally lost a Super Bowl before. Yeah. So it's definitely plausible. It really is, but I, I don't know. Honestly, if I were picking it for a story, one of the things I hate about picking the Chiefs in this is, frankly, one of the better stories is Brock Purdy. I just I, that is oh, incredible no what that guy Mr. has been irrelevant. able to accomplish. I mean, Mister Irrelevant, right? Yeah. Like that's that's the that's the coolest thing that again, like it's it's and and it's easy to root for Christian McCaffrey because he's so good. Uh, it's easy to root for Kyle Shanahan finally getting over the hump. I, I, I get all that. I just don't like the Forty ers and and you know. Probably casual fans are rooting for San Francisco here. That's just the simple fact of everyone's tired of the Chiefs. That's that's the nature <laughs> of things. Yeah, uh, it's not. That's not certainly something that is uncommon. Let's take you to Vegas yesterday. Uh, we'll start with San Francisco. So they had a lot to say. Kyle Shanahan up there, 
But let's hear what he had to say specifically about two key Chiefs, Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones. I can't put one in front of the other because um, they're on separate sides of the ball and they're the two biggest challenges on each side. I mean, that's what's so different about football. You don't, it's, it's not basketball where you're playing back and forth. It's one offense versus other defense and vice versa. So it's two separate games going out there and it's how everything ties together. That's why quarterbacks are never playing against each other. Uh, Chris Jones is the toughest guy to deal with on their defense. And, um, you know, after Pat, I mean, um, Travis is the toughest one of the toughest players to deal with in this league. So they're both two huge challenges. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, I would venture to say that, well, you know, it's, I almost just said Kelsey will be more important for the Chiefs. That's probably not true. Chris Jones in the middle of a defensive line is always important to stopping a run, which the Chiefs must do, but he just hasn't been the same at doing that this year as he has been in years past. So, you know, does he step up and have just a Herculean effort? I think that, you know, that's possible. So maybe, maybe it is both. Uh, my initial thought on it was it's Kelsey. You got to stop Kelsey if you're, if you're the, the Niners. But, but there's a, you know, there is an argument to be made on both sides of the ball, I, I guess, there. So speaking of Chris Jones, um, he, he, you got to stop McCaffrey. I think that that task in this game probably falls more into what the linebackers have to do. But let's get Chris Jones's thought. This is from Sports uh, 810 WHB uh, in Kansas City. Let's get his thoughts on what the defense has to do in this game. What are the keys for this one? Um, just being disciplined. I mean, discipline. Discipline all around, like executing on defense and, um, you know, playing at a high level of intensity. Where are you guys right now? You got the game plan all in, confidence level high. I mean, you guys are always happy with what Spags puts together, right? Absolutely. And Spags, we trust. And Spags, you trust. I mean, that's it, right? You, you you got Chris Jones has got a bum leg, and Willie Gay has been banged up, and you're not going to have a Minahue. It is kind of a in Spags, we trust moment. Like, the game plan will be interesting. And, and it was fine with, you know, against Baltimore without Gay and without Edwards and some key guys. So I, I think there's definitely something to that. But they do need Chris Jones. I mean, if nothing else, Chris Jones is going to have to pressure Purdy. I I don't know if he's going to be the guy that is why they slow down McCaffrey again. I I think that's going to end up being the linebackers. But Jones needs to be the one to get some pressure on Purdy up the middle. That is so disruptive. And when you've got Purdy, who hasn't been in this kind of a spot yet, who is capable of uh, some mistakes we've seen in big moments this year, pressure up the middle is the best thing you can do. And I think that's where Chris Jones's impact really comes through. Let's go over the other side of the ball here. So Patrick Mahomes, a lot a lot has been made of potentially, you know, potential retirements for Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid. I I have never bought it on Kelsey. I've become a just slightly more concerned with Andy Reid. But just because he's not outright denying it and but but that's not, you know, he doesn't have to say anything. Let's let's hear what Mahomes had to say because it's been a bit of the chatter out in Vegas is about the futures of those two guys. Here's here's what Mahomes had to say about Reed and Kelsey. 
I'm not going to anytime soon. I mean, I know the rumors have came out, um, but I haven't heard anything. And I know I'll, I'll probably be the first one to know whenever he's even thinking about it. And so, why don't you be preemptive and go over to his house and tell him you ain't doing it? I, I talked to Tammy. Just don't tell Coach Reed yet. I, I, I won't. Well, we're only on a national radio show, yeah, so yeah, no yeah. one's going to know. And I just, just make sure that she just lets him keep yeah. going, just a couple more. You know, just yeah. let's keep, let's keep, keep I getting back to the Super Bowl. You're the snake charmer. Too. <laughs> you do just have a couple of those nuggies ready. That's him, all you need. Him and Travis. I'm going to keep him going as long as I can. Well, now listen. I had not heard that. That's uh, courtesy of SiriusXM NFL Radio. That 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 honestly, Jad, like that might that's as good a sound on it, I think, as I've heard. I mean that that was a little bit more convincing to me to get me back where I originally started. That I don't think either one of these guys are going to retire. Here, here's the other thing that nobody's talked about with that. If the Chiefs win this Super Bowl. Do you really think that Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey would not be enticed by trying to be the first team to three-peat? I don't know if it's as simple as if they win, they'll stay. If they lose, you know, they would. Again, I don't think Kelsey's going, but but for Andy Reid. But, Jack, with this group, there's no, there, there's no way those guys don't come back for the chance to be the first team ever to repeat three times, three-peat. Is I, there? I, no, I, I agree. I, I think they do. Honestly, I kind of think that in any case, whether it was whether it would be a repeat or not, I just don't see I don't see any one of the three being done yet. Well, no, Mahomes isn't going to be done. I just like yeah. if if you're looking at this with with Kelsey and you're looking at it with Andy Reid and just really like the identity of this team, top to bottom and how they've been wired, we've talked about that and how it's a part of their greatness. Let's say you win this game, and yeah, there, there's the opportunity for a swan song there and just to say, all right, I'm going out on top. But if they win this game, they will have won two in a row. Nobody's ever won three in a row. They would have the opportunity to do that. They would be the favorite. I'm telling you, no matter what happens in this offseason, the Chiefs will be the favorite to win the Super Bowl next year, outside of maybe a Kelsey retirement. That That is too enticing for guys that are wired the way that the Chiefs are wired. Don't you, like, there, there's, you can't let that opportunity pass if you're Reed. If Reed got that done, he would then become in the conversation for the greatest coach of all time. Easily. That would happen. Yeah. And and if Kel, Kelsey's already the greatest tight end, right, I, I think we all agree. But there would be no question for any of the, like, when you talk about dynasties, and what the Patriots have done, and can they ever catch the six? The, the longevity of the Patriots may n- may not get caught, right? You may not get, but if they get three, they they will then have a case, right? Mahomes will have a case, a better case to say he's the goat. Reed has a better case to say he's the goat. Collectively, the team has a better case to say it's the goat. Like that. Is real like right now? It's you can't say that because of what the Patriots just did. Yeah. But if they got three in a row, you could make that case for that reason. You yeah, and another reason why is if you don't, and you still want to make that case, you've got to go out and win a lot more. You've got to be around a lot longer. And like you said, that might not be possible for this group. You know and. Patrick Mahomes will obviously have more opportunities to uh, get closer to the those larger numbers, but you know, w- with this particular group, 
it's it's this year and next year and you know, I don't know, maybe maybe a year after. That'd be well, if and then you get into the case, right? Like, yeah. let's say they get three, and then it's like, well, can they get four? You know, like that. That there's also that. Like, there has to be a, you yeah. know, an end game that's being talked about. I think, but but the three seems so unattainable. Like, imagine if the Chiefs don't win this game, then you look at it and you're like, well, they're never going to get three. And is any team going to be better equipped at any point to get three than this one is right now? When you have Mahomes and Kelsey still going. I, I, it's just so hard to win these games, let alone get there, that if they did lose the game, it's it's I mean, it's pretty unlikely they would ever be able to get three in a row at that point. Like this is well, their best three chance. In a row, and maybe no, but to, to pick up a third and maybe a fourth at I, some point, you know, maybe. Yeah, I, but that but that's still not gonna put you past the Patriots, right? No, the Patriots it's not. and Brady and Bell, they got six of them, right? And they were in so many of them. So I, I think it's it's more about winning this one to yeah. set up the possibility of the next one. I you know, the only time I think a team has been like that that I remember and and I there may have been, you know, before my lifetime, I'm just not as aware. But the Cowboys of the mid 90s were the team, right? They had they had it. They got 3 out of 4 and lost to the 49ers in that third year to break up the to break up the streak. Yeah. I that think about that. Like you had that that was 30 years ago. That was 30 years ago, and we've never really had a team in in great position to do that, right? The Patriots had the last opportunity at it. They were the last back-to-back Super Bowl winner. It it takes, like, it's hard to even get the chance to do it. If they can win this one, there's no way Andy Reid and and Travis Kelsey would walk away from that. And again, I don't think there's, like, like less than— 5% 5% chance on Kelsey, but Reed might be a little higher than that. I don't, you know, his, his would make more sense, but they, they're not walking away from that opportunity. It'd be different if it wasn't in a row. It would be, it would be a little different. Tommy's in, I got to ask him, Tommy, we, we, we just heard sound and it was probably the best sound we've heard about from, from Mahomes on Andy Reed and, and Travis Kelsey potentially retiring. And he, he seemed pretty adamant too, that it, that, that that wasn't going to happen, but I hadn't thought about this until now. If the Chiefs win this Super Bowl, there's no chance Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey aren't taking a swing at three in a row. I mean, that would cement them. It, if they got that, at least Andy Reid would be considered maybe the the greatest coach of all time, right? And Travis Kelsey already is, but he's a gamer. Like, he doesn't want to miss that chance either. I hadn't thought about that, but if they win this game, those guys aren't. They're not missing that opportunity next year. There's no way. I just think that there are so many different things that point to this not being the end for those guys. And I would love to know when this is all said and done and, you know, because I ultimately believe that both Reed and Kelsey are going to say that they're coming back and all of that, putting it to bed. I would really love in retrospect to look back and see how this whole thing not only got started, but blew up in the way that it did. And I know that there were uh, reports from Mike Florio. I know. I think he was maybe the one that it, started it was the, the whole coaching thing. cycle. Yeah. But Adam Schefter jumped into it as well at one point. And, you know, Schefter, I think, sometimes stays away from the speculation part of it. You know, he's usually reporting on what he's hearing from people. Uh, but I, I watched him in real time uh, talk about how 
Bill Belichick was there on the on the shelf waiting to jump in with the Chiefs if Andy Reid retired. And so it, it wasn't just Florio, it was Schefter too. And then the whole thing, I think, kind of got legs and, and continued to move forward. Well, and look, that can be true even if there was no chance Andy Reid's walking away. That's what also makes it hard. And remember, this same conversation with Reid was happening last year too. Kelsey, I think, is just people being silly with the Taylor Swift thing. Right. I think at that I think with the Kelsey stuff, people are legitimately just pulling that from thin air. Oh, he's dating Taylor Swift. He's he's going to he's going to be done. I I don't I don't see like what of everything, even more than Andy Reid, who's just done this for a long time. But of everything we have ever seen and heard from Travis Kelsey, why on earth would people think he'd retire now? Right. He's still. He's not at the top of his game. He has been the last couple of games, though. Like, he still clearly has that left in the tank. I think you can walk and chew gum, too. You can date a pop star. You can move on in your personal life. Players get married all the time, if that's the way this goes. Like, I think it's just, I don't think that one has ever had real legs. I mean, there's, but, like, think about everything people have said about, oh, well, he could retire at the same time as his, his brother. Well, his brother hasn't even officially retired yet. Number one, I don't think. I think we think he's going to retire. Like, there, there's just a ton of it where you're like, ah. I, I, I think that one's completely fabricated. I don't think anybody's ever sat around and Travis Kelsey's been like, yeah, I think this might be it for me. This, that, that doesn't seem like it seems more unlikely even than, than Andy Reid. And Andy Reid's, maybe the reports of people trying to wait it out because they think he could retire are just that. And there's no, you know, there's no truth to the fact that he might, just that they're curious about the potential opening. I don't know, but I do know that if they win this game, those guys are not going to miss the opportunity to go win three in a row and have that historic thing to add to their legacies and their and their resumes to be the greatest. There's just the the way this entire organization is wired. I don't think they're going to let that happen if they win this game. I just think that, and I, I mentioned it yesterday, and I just continue to go back to this. Every time there's a, a topic or a discussion about Andy Reid, specifically, and really even I think Travis Kelsey plays into this too, is you've got the greatest quarterback in the NFL, and probably he will end up being the greatest quarterback ever to play the game. In his prime, why in the world would you walk away? Unless you've got something going on that— yeah, I mean, know, Andy Reid's old. Not he's as not old that as old. Think. Again, he's not I that know. old. We point that out all the time. He's old for it. me. Like when I'm 65, yeah. I'm going to be old. But you mentioned I think. it the other day that, barring some kind of like health issue or something, which it does. I mean, if he does have something that hasn't been disclosed, um, you know, I, I just I don't see why you would want to do that. Like, it would be like. Um, because mom said, because because wife says it's time to be done. You're going to uh, be done. I don't I know. Mean, we all know how that goes. I I don't know that she would. It'd be like walking that's... away from Michael Jordan in his prime. It would be like walking away from Muhammad Ali. You know, as his rank, his corner man in his prime. You know, it's kind of the yeah. same thing. Uh, walking away, from being Tiger Woods's caddy. You know, walking away in his prime. It's kind of the but, same world as that. Why would you want to do I, that I, in his prime? But, but do you think Andy Reid's going to coach for ten more years? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. at some point, he is going to have to walk away from the greatest. He's going to be done before Mahomes. I don't think he's coaching until he's 75. Yeah. So, 
Like, he's going to have to do it at some point. I just don't think it's going to be at this point. It doesn't make sense. It's never made sense to me. If they lose, maybe. Maybe. But I don't think he's got, like, an answer locked up and, and, you know, cocked and ready to go. I don't think he has that ready. I think if they lost, then maybe he thinks about it. Sure. But otherwise, not really. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll continue the conversation here. It's Jacob Albrecht and Tommy Castor. Super Bowl Friday. Friday. TGIF. Red Friday. What does that mean? You've never heard of Red Friday? How long have you lived here? Every Friday before a Chiefs game, it's Red Friday. And everybody's supposed to wear red if you're a Chiefs fan. I'm not doing it. I've got, a, I've got a meeting to go to. You've never heard what? of Red Friday? Where have you been? I don't think so. Why wouldn't you just wear red on Sunday? Well, you do, but like you're going to work or you're going to school or you're around people on a Friday, so you wear red. On This is not new. This is You've been here for 10 years. How have you not heard of this? It's everywhere. Everybody know. does. Jad has heard of Red Friday. Everybody knows about Red Friday here. How are you the only one that doesn't? I, I, I'm trying to think if I do know about Red Friday. I don't, I don't think I know about Red Friday. I mean, I didn't grow up a Chiefs fan. Yeah, but you've lived here for ten years. You're telling me that huh. nobody at at KWCH wears red on Fridays during the no, Chiefs. No, I'm season. not telling you. I'm not telling you that. I, I, they very well could, and I just haven't put two and two together. I'm just trying to think if I have heard that there is like an organized effort on that. And I don't know. Tommy, I'll, I'll think I'll, about it during the break. Obviously, I have heard of Red Friday. Yeah. I did think it was only a home games thing, though. I think it's an every game. I think it's always huh. been an every game thing. But I don't know. I'll have to look into that. Where's Where's uh, Where's Earl? Or like, where are crazy Chiefs fans? Like, is this a thing everybody knows yes. about? I. This is widely right. known and accepted around Chiefs Kingdom. I can't. I don't know if I knew this. Wow. I, 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 I might have. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't have that answer. Maybe I did know. I, it, I got three. I got like three kids and nine jobs. Like I don't know what I remember. I don't think I knew that though. Eight six nine twelve forty, KFH hotline. We'll be back with more sports daily right after this. All right, if you're watching on our video stream here, I like how Tommy pulled up the comment from Rick that says he's 100% correct because the comment from Mike uh, that's on there right now says he's never heard of this Friday red day. Red um, Friday. And it's red not Friday. Friday. I mean, it's I've, not Friday red day. That doesn't make any sense. I, that's from the lips of Mike, not me. I've heard the term red Friday, I guess, but I, I don't know that I've known what that is what that means I, I i i just i don't i don't let's let's go to the kfh hotline right now chip's got a mahomes take before we get to your thoughts on mahomes chip are you do you know what red friday is is this a thing for you to be honest with you i've been a Chiefs fan since you know hank stammer and dustin and this is the first i've heard of it to be honest with you okay yeah come on chip it's everywhere i mean do you guys not notice when you're out and about on a friday in wichita that people are wearing more red than normal? I mean, it's a pretty well, common thing. Well, to be honest with you, I, I notice people wearing red every day of the week. So, you know, 
a lot of red every day of the week. So <laughs> yeah, and don't and and by the way, and and it, this is probably I don't know who's responsible, Jad or Tommy, uh, sending us sending me tweets about this. Not me. Like I, I don't care what they're doing at Union Station. I don't live in Kansas City. Not, I mean, hey, look, I think that's I think that's Tony Deucing, our, our program director. Tony, to us. I don't live I, in Kansas. Now, yeah. now Tony's taking shots like I don't live in Kansas City. I don't know what they do at Union Station. Uh, I, I just I, I know that I've heard that. Here's where it's hard for me. And we'll get your take in just a second, Chip. I know that I have heard the term Red Friday like that. I, I'm 100 percent sure of. I just don't think that I know that that's what it meant. Right, that it was for Chiefs fans to wear red on Fridays. I know I've heard of Red Friday. That that is not a new like phrase to me. But I'm what I can't figure out is, and I'm pretty certain I didn't know that that's what it meant. Um, I I you know, I I don't know. I I I think that um, I think that this has been a little unfair. I'm glad to hear that you're with me, Chip, as a lifelong Chiefs fan. So what do you think? What's on your mind? Welcome into Sports Daily. Well, you know, I, I, this, this thought came to me after I saw that one picture of Mahomes with, with the dad bod. Um, you know, you hear about its comparisons with Brady, and then you hear about if you lost you know, to LeBron in the, in the finals type thing. There is, one, there is one person that I think he's more uh, comparable with than anybody, and that's Larry Legend. You know, yeah. he's got a He's not as athletic, but he's got the middle. He's got the mental toughness. He's, you know, he can take you apart. He can tear your heart out in an instant. But I don't hear anybody you know, making that comparison. But I think I think those two are are, are closer yeah. to parallel than so anybody. I what's interesting about Mahomes is, and I don't. There was a there was a study, and I can't remember who put it out there, and it was I think it was last year or the year before that Mahomes's lateral speed is as good as anyone in the NFL, as in his ability to get side to side, right? Is it like the speed of it is as high, right, as anybody in the league. It may have been the highest among quarterbacks, I don't, but it was like it was way up there. You remember back to when Robert Sala faced him the first time when he was the defensive coordinator of the 49ers, and he said he's got like, he might look like he's running like a grandpa, but he's really fast. I think the things that make him athletic are different than what we typically think of, but I do think his speed is is top-notch athletic speed. I think when you hear about how great of a basketball player and a baseball player he was, like those things are just athleticism. He doesn't look the part, but then look at the way he absorbs hits and takes them and gets bent around. Like that pliability is an athletic trait. Obviously, the arm strength is an athletic trait, and he's got the cerebral component. I think it just looks a little different for him. I don't know if I think Larry Bird was one of the greatest athletes on the floor. I, I didn't, you know, I'd watched Larry Bird, but I was too young to watch him that way. I I think it's, I think Mahomes is one of the best athletes on the field yeah, every time he's on the field. But to Chip's point, and I think where I do agree with Chip, maybe, you know, slightly different is that, Maybe the perception, and it's not this way I don't feel like anymore with Mahomes because he's been around long enough and, and has proved it wrong, but I think that early in his career, there was the perception that he wasn't athletic. Like I think people called him sneaky athletic, you know. And, but he was able to make these crazy plays, and he had the mental toughness and all those different things. Larry Bird was kind of the same way. You looked at him, 
And just from the naked eye, you're like, yeah, that guy's not athletic. I mean, take a look at him. He looks weird. He's tall and lanky, and he's got a mustache. Like, he's not, you know, super athletic, um, but he was. And I think that early in Mahomes' career, that was kind of the same way where people saw the way that he ran, you know, and he kind of had that, like, duck run or whatever, and it didn't look overly athletic, but it was sneaky in that way. I I think that perception is different now because he's been around long enough, but I I do agree with that, that at the beginning, I I could see that being kind of the same way as Larry Bird. Well, well, I'm not really talking about the the athletic I'm talking about the way they they approach the game. Their, you know, their, 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 their their mental IQ is, Tommy Huntsman made a, made a great quote, and it was that, that Larry Bird was playing chess while everybody else was playing checkers. Yeah. And that's exactly what Mahomes does. Yeah, I mean, I think there are other, yeah, for sure there are. There, there are other football players I think we could look at that have done that, right? That was what made Brady so great. Um, Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I think that that's becoming a bigger part of playing that position. You know, Brady and Manning sort of, and not that everybody hadn't always done that. I just don't know that we noticed it as much until we really, it, it became like so glaring to us with Brady. And But I, you know, I don't know that it's different too in that, that so much of it is improvisation, improvisational for Mahomes. Like we don't see him make all the famous checks that we used to see some of those guys make. It's almost like, there is so much work done within each individual play. And and he's had this connection, obviously, with, with Kelsey that's made it a big part of it. But they adjust, not just before the play, they adjust while a play is happening. Do you remember when Kelsey described that uh, lateral play and all the different things that he had seen after the ball was snapped, right? 
when he described how that was going to work and went through each step of once like the and these were all like post snap things that he and Mahomes adjusted to to put to, to to create that they do that kind of stuff all the time that is a level of greatness i i mean i'm sure that other quarterbacks do that i'm not saying that they don't they probably do but it's what happens after the snap and before the end of a play that's been so uniquely i think incredible about not just Mahomes but but you know Kelsey too i think they both have that's why they've been such a great combination i think they both have whatever that ability is i think and Larry Bird certainly would have had it too they have that they both have that and they're so in sync with what they're doing it's wild yeah yeah, that, yeah. and i chip i i get what you're saying as far as that uh preparation and just being able to be one or two steps ahead of the defense and and that's something and i know that you know that's been talked about a lot that the comparison that Mahomes has with Brady and just being able to always know uh, what the defense is going to be doing and be one or two steps ahead um, of the coverage, the play calls, all of that on the defensive side of the ball. That's one thing uh, that made him great. And I think that the clutch gene that Mahomes has as well, that's another thing that I think, you know, to your point, comparing with Larry Bird, that they do share in that capacity. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good cross. It's a good cross sport comp. Thank you, Chip. Thanks for thanks for calling. Enjoy the game, and I'm sorry you didn't get the memo either on Red Friday. Uh, it's it's something that uh, apparently is a big deal that that we didn't know about. I, I I I we don't have time. We don't ever make polls. That would be an interesting poll. How many people uh, knew that Red Friday means that you're supposed to wear red on Fridays for a Chief game? So basically, for a, for for six months, you're supposed to wear red on Fridays. Like, here's why else that confuses me. I think that today is like the go red day, go red for women. Yeah. Which are, so every year on television, we get little cards that we're supposed to wear a pin and wear red. And, and I think it's it's heart you know disease awareness for women. So that also is stuck in my head when you tell me Red Friday, because that comes on a Friday and it involves red. I don't think I'm the only one here. Clearly, I'm not. Mike and Chip don't know about this Red Friday phenomenon, uh, you know. It sounds to me like this is some social media thing that's it's not that's a happened social and media that's, thing. That's it's how long has this been happening? For as honestly, I would say that it's probably been going on for a long time. I became aware of it when the Chiefs, kind of when Andy Reid came into town and the Chiefs started winning games and they were going to the playoffs and people started to really get behind Kansas City. Like I remember, I mean, probably ten years ago, going to work on a Friday. And wearing red. I remember doing it for a playoff game. Um, so it very well could have been something that's been going on forever. I don't, I don't know that. But I became aware of it about 10 years ago. It's something that uh, I was saying earlier uh, on Steve and Ted over on KNSS. We talked to Mitch Holtis on Friday mornings. And it is something that Mitch mentions quite a bit. And now that Tommy's mentioned going back quite a ways, yeah, we've, we've had Mitch on for a long time, and most of that time when he's talking about uh, – that was the reason I thought maybe it was only home games. He seems to only mention it when it was home games, but Mitch will, will mention Red Friday uh, quite a bit. I, 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 I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to apologize for this, <laughs> Andrew, who says you're shocked by my lack <laughs> of awareness. You should, if you listen to this show and know anything about me or or the life that I live, you, you should be not shocked be shocked his lack of by awareness. any <laughs> any lack of awareness that you will find with me. That's one of your calling uh, cards: is your lack of awareness. I, I am I not aware you. of of things happening around me, especially when it comes to like 
cultural things. Like I, I am so unaware. Like I am I am stuck in probably about the year, I don't know, two thousand nine or ten, uh, maybe, probably. And like that's where I'm probably gonna be stuck. So yeah, no, awareness in these don't be shocked by that. That well, will that will you'll find that a lot. And maybe maybe you're not the only one in terms of because I did this during the break when we were talking about this. If you go to Google and you type in just is Red Friday, like the first and third autocomplete is is Red Friday every Friday and is Red Friday on home games only or I mean, it auto completed to that question. The one thing I will say is that we can debate back and forth if Red Friday is an every home game thing, an every game thing. Honestly, it doesn't really matter to me because it's the Friday before the Super Bowl. So if you're ever going to have a Red Friday, today's the day to have a Red Friday. I say that as I'm not wearing red um, because I, I have a meeting. It I feels like, to, yeah, I, I, it's, a, it's a lot to ask to have, already have to have gear, and I, it's fine. It's a fun trend. I like it. I do, do you like own it. Chiefs and if people gear? I know you're not a Chiefs fan. Oh, me? But do no. You, no, you no, don't no. have like a shirt no. or a hat no. or anything? No, I no, I've got like swag from things that I've covered for them, but no, like I'm not showing up to a Super Bowl in Chiefs gear. I, I don't. My, I'm gonna call her out here publicly. My wife bought a Chiefs like sweatshirt. Really? Now keep in mind that my wife is a Chargers fan from San Diego, and she pulled that out. And at first, I, I thought it was for one of my kids because they have like dress up days all week, and I'm like, wait, that's that's big. It's like, is that your Chiefs shirt? And she just kind of looked at me like with this ashamed look. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what <laughs> did you do? And she's like, they left San Diego. They left me. What am I supposed to do? But, you know, this – let me tell you this, too. Women don't care. Like, they just want to be dressed like all their friends are dressed at the Super Bowl party or wherever they're going to go, right? Like, that's that's the reality. Now, I do have – let's see. And, I, and I've acquired these not because I went out and purchased them, though. I think I have purchased something only from Wichita State. But I, I that may have been for my wife. I don't know if it was for me. I I own things from them. Like I have a – I think I have a KU polo that was a gift somehow and a Wichita State polo that was a gift somehow and a couple of, like, shocker shirts that have been gifts somehow – I don't think I have any K-State fans. I don't have any K-State gear. Like, what are we doing yeah. here? If I, uh, But uh, I don't have a problem repping those. I yeah. went to a Division II school. I'll show up in those in, to support those. And, like, that has no – but I'm not wearing Chiefs gear. Sorry, Chiefs fan. That ain't going to happen. If I uh, surprised you with the Houston Astros hat, would you rock that? I would uh, wipe my butt with it. By the <laughs> way, did you see – did you see yesterday? Oh, you talk about fails in social media. They were trying to, like, celebrate Jose Altuve. What did they put? They, something like celebrating that home run he hit it, at the end of a game to beat the Rangers. And it's like, are we serious right yeah. now? Like, it says something like, never forget. <laughs> like, you lost that series. Uh, that Like, that. That's not, that's not it. That's not the one. Like, of all the Altuve stuff you could have pulled, why would you pull that? They lost the series. Uh, yeah, no, don't, don't give me an Astros hat. It would be a waste of your money. Um, that's that's I, we, you guys know that that's now my most sports hate. There was a long time in my life that the 49ers were at that level of sports hate. They're not anymore, uh, but 
if, if you want to know who I'm rooting for, you know who I picked? I'm absolutely rooting for the Chiefs this weekend. There's no question about that. All right, 869-1240. We'll come back. More Sports Daily right after this. 97.5 and 12.40 KFH. All right, uh, so NFL honors. Did you pay any attention to that, Tommy? I did not. Yeah, a little um, bit. I, I didn't watch it, but I followed along with the awards that were given out. So the one of the big things is the Hall of Fame class. Dwight Freeney, Andre Johnson, Devin Hester, Randy Gratishar, Patrick Willis, Steve McMichael, uh, and Julius Peppers. Uh, good class. I like it. Um so that that class is good, you know, no no issue there. The football Hall of Fame usually gets it right. The the awards, of course, Lamar Jackson's your MVP. No no surprise there. We thought that Kevin uh, Stefanski is the coach of the year for Cleveland. That's an interesting one that that I could I could totally get on board with. The assistant coach of the year, I didn't even know was a thing. Can I jump in uh, real Joe quick Flat- about Stefanski? Yeah, I, have, yeah. I have no issue. Yeah. I think Stefanski did a fine job this year taking this team to the playoffs with all the different quarterback issues they had and finally getting it right with Joe Flacco. But how do you not give that to either D'Amico Ryans and what he did with a rookie quarterback and C.J. Stroud taking the Texans to the playoffs or Dan Campbell getting the Lions to the NFC Championship game? I'm not sure how you can give the award to Stefanski, but not one of those two guys instead. Who are the other two that you said? D'Amico Ryans or Dan Campbell. What Ryans did in Houston with C.J. Stroud and getting them to the playoffs when expectations were nothing, and then the Lions getting all the way to the NFC Championship game. The Lions were the projected pick to win their division, though, so I think there wasn't enough, like, they they were expected to be good. I think that's the issue with Campbell. Um, Ryans is who I would have given it to, just based on expectation. I, but but when you consider for the Browns that Deshaun Watson gave them almost nothing this year, in the and they lost Nick Chubb, remember too. So you lose your best offensive player, your quarterback that like your your quarterback position is sort of a mess all year. Amari Cooper missed significant time. I I do think as the season played itself out. There's not a team that overcame more. But think of it this way, too. I mean, you're comparing the Browns and the Texans. The Browns got bounced in a big way in the wild card round. The Texans won a playoff game and moved on. Yep. You know, so I I think I I would have given it to Ryan's. Don't get me wrong. Ryan's would have been the vote for me. But I absolutely and I and I had as the season went on more more like when I would do national stuff. Right. Because it matters less to us here. But what the Browns did this year was pretty remarkable. I mean, when Flacco was in peak Flacco and it was happening, and I'm like just recalling all the things that should have made Cleveland fail this year, and they didn't. It was pre- I, I I think there is a really strong and good case to make for for Stefanski, um, offensive player of the year, Christian McCaffrey. I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm okay no with issue. it. Um, defensive player of the year is so subjective that I, I think it's always going to be, it's going to be hard. Um, you know, offensive player of the year is usually like the best non quarterback, right? That's kind of what they've made that because the quarterback is it's the MVP is a quarterback award. And so defensive player of the year, when you have to compare like defensive lineman to Deron Bland, let's say for Dallas, who broke the, you know, interception or touchdown thing. I, I don't know. It's really hard to compare defensive players. 
I think you just kind of have to look at as as most impactful, right? But I think there's a million guys you could give that award to, and they chose Miles Garrett. So I, I like the the Browns were well well awarded in this. We'll just say that uh, offensive rookie of the year, C.J. Stroud was going to give nobody else a chance at that. If it wasn't C.J. Stroud, though, I would like to see where it would go next um, because I think Rashi Rice would have had a case there. Defensive rookie of the year, Will Anderson. I don't really, you know, fine. Um, man of the year, the Steelers get it this year. Cameron Hayward, I know that's a big one. Uh, and then, you know, whatever. They have they have a Deacon Jones sack leader award? I'd never heard of that one before. I didn't either, yeah. Uh, TJ Watt, a lot of people thought he should have been the, the defensive MVP too. So, you know, that was uh, that was that was there. I'm trying to look. The comeback player, comeback of, the player year of the year is the year one that I think got a lot of uh, attention because Flacco got it, DeMar Hamlin did not. And so there was a big debate about whether or not Hamlin got snubbed. Um, I, no, he didn't get snubbed. I mean, like, it's fine. The guy was he basically— He wasn't that— he, But he was basically yeah, I dead get on it. the field, and then he came back I and played it. in the NFL. It, it, but I, I totally understand, but he's not that good. Like, it's okay. What he did is remarkable, but he's not that good of a player, right? He's not very good. Comparatively, right? If you, like, listed him among well, his peers. Well, yeah. I, throw eggs at me all you want. But he, like if he we're died at, on the field. I understand. And then he and came back and played in the NFL. I, I get it. But that That's doesn't. The, that, 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 that is the absolute, like, epitome of comeback. There is nothing that you, you come back from the dead. How do you not win the comeback player award? You came back from the, the dead. I love the DeMar Hamlin story. I do. It's it's one of the most incredible things we've ever seen for what it is. The comeback player of the year award can be a lot of different things. And I think Flacco is yeah, I'm fine with Flacco winning that award just because yeah, DeMar Hamlin came back. I get all that and I love it. And again, he would have been my vote too. But it's not like he came back and played at a pro bowl level, right? He was not that kind of player anyway. So I don't have an issue with going more into how much success somebody had on the field as a part of the comeback player of the year. His is so unique. Like, I don't know what you do with it. Like, it, I don't even think it needs an award because it's such a remarkable thing that happened anyway. I mean, he's the way he's handled it. Like, everything has been perfect. It's a perfect story. But does it have to fit into like cram into that award? Yes. I don't know. I don't. Yes, I guess it does. I don't have a. I don't have a problem with Flacco winning that award. I would have voted for Hamlin, but I don't have a problem with Flacco winning that award. Um, the other one that was close was Coach. Uh, he had like that 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 vote. By the way, I don't know if you saw this, Tommy. One more first place votes. It was razor thin on the Ryan Stefanski vote. All right, we'll come back. We'll wrap it up right after this. Where can you get the best? Pe- <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 